hamster with a blunt penknife would do it quicker. Welcome back to uh, Hamster with a Blunt Pen Knife. Uh, I am still here. It's day four for you guys. It's the same evening for us. I am still here with the wonderful Pete Lambert. Say hello, Pete. Hello, Pete. It is um, nice to be here still with you, Joe. After and, and yeah, as people who are, if, if you're just listening to this as the first episode, um, you might want to rewind and go back two or three episodes ago to find some sober people reviewing Earthshock episode one. Because <laughs> what's about to happen now is different from that in many ways. <laughs> We're pissed. Not one now, <laughs> I was just saying off off camera that uh, off camera, I got to stop saying that off mic. Um, that I usually have one drink a night, and this is my third now. So let's uh, let's pray that we can get through this. I am queued <laughs> up and ready to go. If you are, absolutely, I'm raring to go. We're having great fun, and Andrew has never seemed happier. Oh, I know. Um... Do you know? I, you know, I feel like when his TARDIS travels end, he's gonna like fall in love like Leela did, or something wonderful like that. Yeah, yeah, it's completely convincingly fall in love like Leela did. Or like, like <laughs> he should have tried, he could have like hopped off in Legopolis, like the planet of maths. That would have been perfect for him. Well, actually, um, uh, time flight um, has a, an alien that desperately needs to merge with a, with his brain with a mathematical genius, <gasps> Professor Hater. A time oh. flight ends with a mathematical genius going off to have an amazing transdimensional experience of existence on a new realm uh, by merging with the, the Zeraphins. I think it's the Zeraphins. Uh, yeah, so maybe he'll have a look. Would it have been like... as a memorable ending as this, though? I don't know what even you're referring to. Oh, yeah, sorry, no, we don't it's know what It doesn't say anything no. in the Radio Times about Andrew Lee. In fact, I could have sworn I read in the Radio Times that he's in Time Flight. Oh, well, there we go, then. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's the main one, obviously. He's the main, yeah, the main yeah. man. I mean, he's, he's the longest-running regular. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He, he is the uh, the senior member of the cast at this point. Skillfully acted by seven a... and a half year old who's moderately good at maths will, will tell you that he's the most realistic and convincing character in it. <laughs> Certainly more convincing than any air hostesses I've ever met. Oh, good grief! Yes, <laughs> she's just walking around with a gun, okay. shooting sidemen. All right, okay. So I'm queued up. Are you queued up? I am. What What does that even mean? I don't know why I say that. Um, I'm going to count us in though. In five. Four, three, two, let's go. Rocket. This doesn't feel like a Tuesday night kind of thing, but it is a Tuesday night it as is. we record. Yes, so is, that's yeah. entirely appropriate. So our episode two and our episode four <laughs> were recorded on precisely the right evening. It just popped up on the on the uh, on the information subtitles that. Um, the, the radio times and this billing for this was can the doctor save adric <laughs> well no. that's a question of what? course he can he's in bloody time flight of course he can yeah you know um peter davison's hair is very long it is and um peter davison hair envy is a real thing um on twitter particularly <laughs> <laughs> oh look paul beryl reed being manhandled this the ship is in warp drive that's the line <laughs> Oh God, yeah! David Banks chucks her across the room there, doesn't he? Tegan's hiding under the stairs with a gun. She trained to do that at Qantas. Like she's really critical of this look, like her hair in this story. I was listening to a bit of the commentary earlier. I actually think this is her best look. 
Yeah, it's often, I don't know, it's funny when you see, hear a commentary or something, Alison Moyet, off of singing, mm. uh, did a DVD of all of her videos and did oh, a commentary singing. on it. And all the way through it, all the 80s ones, she's just going, oh, I look so awful here. Why did I let them make me put that dress on? Why did I? And it's like all of her most famous videos and she just thinks she looks dreadful. And it's like, no, it's not. I mean, it's the 80s. <laughs> there were far worse sins committed. There, there is an innuendo edit to be done at Earthshot that is just the lines of people commenting on how huge things are. Uh, oh, and, Pete, uh, there, there's an innuendo edit. One, ironically. Of, of every Doctor Who story, I think. <laughs> Actually, yes. Whatever sucks can be blowed. I think that's a line. <laughs> so they've locked off the coordinates. They're turning and us they're into, turning a us into a flying, flying bomb. bomb. People say Earthshock has plot holes, and I've never really pinned them down because I just no, it doesn't. Well, it's just like well, if you have a if you have a failure of imagination, so that you can't imagine. That obviously, when, when for example, later when it does the time travel bit, obviously the Earth has moved. The Earth is always moving. Whatever is the time travel override thing is going to factor that in. They don't need to spell it out. That's not a plot hole. But do you know what I think? Just... And I'm speaking as an online reviewer here. I think you can overanalyze these things and forget that this is just supposed to be enjoyable. You know? Yeah, and 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 here we go. The conference. The reason for the red alert. It's all tying back to uh -huh. episode one. This is how you do an episode. So four. what is it? It's a conference Things of all like the great space races coming together against the Cybermen. I love the fact that the one thing the Cybermen really hate is conferences. Yeah. <laughs> really Me too. Conferences are illogical. We shall destroy them all. Oh, yes. Lovely bit of silver chin going on here as David Manx addresses the camera again. I've only really, really noticing this time how much he talks to the camera. Yes, Doctor. Despite your interference, we will still triumph. <laughs> and I think he's watched Synth Planet because he's doing with his voice cadences the up and down thing, only a tiny bit. Yeah. But in a way that, that even, um, was it Christopher Robbie in Revenge didn't, didn't wasn't doing? I think, uh, I think he's it watched. Will be confirmed. It, it's that sing song thing that's discordant and unsettling. He has watched Revenge of the Cybermen as well and seen how far over yeah. the top he can go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the, the hold is crawling with robots. Crawling with is a thing yeah. um, in Doctor Who. The line, the place is crawling with Daleks, turns up in about yeah. six Dalek stories. I think they're I probably all Eric's award stories. I mean, I, the, the dialogue is a <laughs> bit clunky. I just saw that woman a minute ago, the woman who's about to get jumped on by a Cybermen when she comes out of the TARDIS. She's in every oh, yeah. scene with with um, James Warwick, looking really like apprehensive and, and scared, <laughs> yeah. and with good reason. She's about to die. Yes, and uh, a little bit of humour from Dave over there. As compared to some, this one is positively flippant. Uh, and he is. This is a story that I could not imagine Tom Baker in. No, Just no, not at all. The feeling of panic, the fact that the Doctor gets panicked about how this is all going out of control oh i think he tries to shoot the side man and the gun doesn't work yeah but she gets grabbed you know i can't imagine tom Baker losing no like this. other season 19 stories like kinder kinder would be very different with tom baker but it would still work he would totally be there with mary morris would he though would like, wouldn't he try and dominate that like he he would oh that's a point and when what's his name's doing going mad tom would try to outact him and that wouldn't work 
Yeah. Whereas oh, when he go when Hindle goes back, oh hang on, here we go, Tommy's Sorry. getting into the That walls. woman just got jumped on there. It gets me every time. Yeah. RIP that woman. Action in the TARDIS. Is this the first time we've yeah. seen serious yeah. action? Gunfire in the TARDIS. Imagine, yeah, imagine little seven-year-old Pete watching this. Like, oh, this is my safe space, the TARDIS. <laughs> yeah, Fuck! Yeah, a battle inside the TARDIS. Lisa reaching for the door control. And you, and and it and because they took the effort of establishing in episode one, in case you didn't already know, that the big red one is the door, when Lisa <laughs> yeah. is desperately reaching for it. Oh. <laughs> if this was the first episode of Doctor Who, Oh no, Professor Kyle, she's dead. She never got to do anything interesting. No. Never mind, Nissa. Everyone you've ever met is dead, Nissa. Don't worry, it's just one more. Your planet, your sorry, father. Sorry, that's not me, but it's true. I mean, I'm sorry. Okay, you bring up a, a good point there. We must address this. The lack of content. Well, I mean, Adric. Uh, sorry, something happens to Adric at the end of this story, which <laughs> I won't tell you about. But in the next story, okay, they deal with well, that in, in like a two minute scene. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, okay, I'm done with. Well, we're in the <laughs> right, Anyway, let's go on holiday. <laughs> I just think, good, that's what you do. But poor Nissa, you you're right. Nissa an has... hour locked in a bloody castle, headbutting a crystal to <laughs> dig yourself a tunnel <laughs> to get Adric out at the end of it. Oh, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, people think that episode is so fucking profound. It was man headbutting a crystal for an hour in order to bring an annoying <sighs> woman back to life. Anyway, we're not reviewing that. We're doing a shot. No, but it gets me terribly excited for your appearance uh, on another podcast <laughs> we're doing. Uh, now, um, emotion is a weakness. Ah, oh, Davidson's so, fab here. Look at and him. Davidson is actually weighing up whether or not to let them shoot Tegan, but he decides against it. He made the wrong choice. <laughs> Oh yeah, you're right. That sort of sing song voice. And you see voice. this a lot. And this get this when the doc when when Jodie Whittaker does this kind of thing, everyone goes apeshit for it on, against it on Twitter. Oh, she's not being a hero. Why isn't she saving the day? And it's like you haven't ever watched Doctor Who yeah. before, or Doctor yeah. Who before two thousand and seven. Say if you think that the Doctor is someone who always does something heroic and brave and points a magic spork at something and fixes it. But let's she's... be honest, Pete, they're just looking for anything to bitch about. Anything at all. <laughs> Whereas I would only ever bitch about other people who bitch, which is yeah. superior bitch. <laughs> That's way more fun. <laughs> the ultimate in emotional response. <laughs> He's gloating. Yeah. But it's logical to gloat. <laughs> oh, he's being sarcastic now. <laughs> I love the way that there's no way of really making those heads not look ungainly when they're like going into short, you know. <laughs> yeah. But they are it's only nineteen eighty one and yet they are so eighties. Yeah. It's just it's amazing. And at this point you can go, okay, here he is moustache guy from the caves he's still creeping around but you're forgetting this is not a 90 minute long movie this is four 25 minute long episodes it's and, and having someone doing something a couple of times or more within that period so I just, there's a really yeah. cute one behind them both you notice that the guy behind scott and oh, i should uh, keep Tina. an eye out i should keep an eye out cute boy watch i can't rewind we're doing a commentary oh yeah we're live are we god damn it yeah yeah 
This is what it was like in the 80s. You couldn't rewind TV just because there was a hot extra in the back. I cannot imagine just watching this <laughs> and never being able to see it again. Like That one. Anyway, that's not what I'm going to say on the commentary. I know. <laughs> the name is Tegan. The side of my nose that it only requires one person to find the TARDIS. See, now this is the point where you kind of get that bit in the pit of your stomach thinking, um, this isn't Absolutely. how it usually goes. And there's a moment. This is odd. Why is this happening? Yeah, I'm, I'm seven and a half and I'm thinking, hang on, this isn't how they normally do it. And um, oh, the little Andrick <laughs> theme plays. The bit where he's like, oh, I'll see you soon. Yeah. No, you won't. Yeah. And why are they shaking hands? There was a couple of scenes, you occasionally get scenes in Nuhu where they fake out on this. Oh, really? Uh, they they give you they hint. That oh there's, that yeah, someone's going to die. It's a goodbye yeah. scene, and the, there's with a companion that's given an air of finality, and then it turns out to just be a host. You know, the funniest one is the one with Donna in the Saint Karen one, yeah. where, where she's like, yeah, no, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just going home. I'll be back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, so right, okay, I'm going to do it now. I'm going to reveal spoilers. Adric dies. Spoiler, Adric dies. Okay. Um, what? He stays dead. And it's real, and it matters. When I was a, when I was not much younger than seven and a half, uh, someone got me a version, a book version of um, Little Red Riding Hood, where she goes to her granny, and granny's house isn't there, and there's a wolf, and she kills the wolf, and then opens up the the there's a clock, and she opens the grandfather clock, and it turned out granny was just hiding in the grandfather clock, and I was outraged. My seven and a half year old self went. This is ridiculous. I felt sad that Granny had died, and it turned out she was fine after all. And that seven and a half year old feeling is how I spent a long period of uh, of the twenty teens watching Doctor Who, as everyone kept emerging from that bloody clock. And it turned out they weren't really dead, and it didn't really matter. Oh, and so why it feels sad, and yeah. just when some when when something happens that really <clears throat> upsets you, that's that is drama. That's the whole yeah. point of it. Uh -huh. If you then flick a switch and say, "Oh, it didn't really happen," is it's worse than disappointing. It's just ah, it's a crime. And see, I've heard, I've heard. Now, now, yeah, that's a good argument. I've heard the other side as well on a different commentary I did that you shouldn't kill companions. That um, that is irresponsible to kill companions. I'm, I actually fall on your side of this argument. I think um, occasionally it is good to remind the audience that these, the, you know, the, there are stakes to this. Yeah, yeah. This isn't this isn't an episode of Muppet Babies. It's Doctor Who. It's a drama for children, but they're in peril. And 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 Stephen Moffat has been really clear that he thinks killing a companion is a terrible thing. You shouldn't upset children by killing a companion. But why does he? And why does he keep killing companions thing. then and then no, bringing them back? You, I would, you would not get through to the second round of interviews to be Doctor Who producer if you said that to me. <laughs> because it's just, the, the, the kids have got to believe that there's danger. Yeah. But, like, like, why does he kill Clara, then, just to bring her back? Why does he kill Rory, just to no, bring exactly. him back? What's the because point of that? Because he thinks he's God, and, he can, and I can, he can make everything fine by bringing all these dead people back. There's a man in the TARDIS again! Look out, Nissa! There's only one God in Amazing Doctor Amazing close-up of uh, Sarah Sutton there, as <clears> her <throat> eyes have to dart, as she looks at four sidemen and their guns. Do you know, well, you said it in episode one. I think 
Sarah Sutton does pretty good with Nyssa, even when she doesn't have a lot to do. And yeah. uh, she, she's finally given some action to play against in this episode, and she's awesome. Yeah, she's a, and, and yeah, you, you could tweet if this was Sarah Sutton's last story, put her in Andrix's shoes, and it would be fantastic. She'd be she'd be really good too. It should uh, it would be just the, the same thing if they decided to lose lose her instead of him. Do you think she would so um, Scott... tentatively touch that console the same way that Matthew Waterhouse does? <laughs> right, people make so much too much of that. I mean, yes, he's clearly showing away from when you watch it back, but but it's one second. I'm sorry, if I was an actor, watch. I would not want a console blowing up in my face, okay? <laughs> and it was probably the fifth take. His fingers were probably, oh, here we go, more Cyberman bums. There's, like, so much like... cyber arse in this. I'm sorry, it's... it's... Yeah, it really is a lot of cyber arse, yeah. That's incredible. Oh, Tegan, giving away all the clips. <laughs> And it's you know, addressing it because it's, it's it's like say with you that in forty years time people will be watching this and saying, but surely Earth Radar would pick up the TARDIS. So Tegan explains why not. That's the thing. People will complain when there's a line like that explaining something, and then if that line wasn't there, they'd be no, going to yeah, 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 about yeah. how Earth's script didn't even address the fact that obviously the TARDIS would be picked up. Don't you know so, though? There's, um, there's a contingent of Doctor Who fans that just don't want to have fun. No, they're they're there literally to pick holes. I want. I just want. Although I'm loving the action and the and the and the drama and the peril, it ultimately is about these. You've got to care who these people are. You don't have to like them, but you've got. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want Daryl Reed to be my line manager. No. No. Captain Briggs to be my line manager. I would want Adric to um, be my companion. But because she's so good, she's not a two-dimensional bully. I mean, she is a bully, but she's not a two-dimensional bully. So you, you nevertheless, you sort of want you want her to end up all. You're on her side. I think there's a there's a level of threat in this, which is unusual even for the time that they've put the yeah, re the regulars into, you know. And so you really care because the regulars are in this like extreme peril. Yeah. And you know, how many days ago? Seven. Like like fifteen days ago, these guys were all just doing the Charleston together on on TV, yeah. and now they're in this battle. Have your last dance, Adric. Yeah, Oh, As it's Tegan at launching herself at the TARDIS yeah. console, that actually instigates, I think, uh, the, um, the spin that, through time. That bit there where he holds her <laughs> elbows and screams at her on the commentary, her yeah. and Peter Davison are roaring with laughter at that bit. <laughs> See, Adric's, and, Adric's and, actually and been so given something to do. There's a lovely flip here. You notice Adric and Berger are the ones who are saving the day here, or trying to save the day here. And Briggs, is, the captain, is just having to run backwards and forwards, giving them updates and telling them, you know, we're running out of time. That's a great line. You get great lines like that in um, in Who. Monster Peladon is full of it. It's like Monster oh, Peladon 3. Yeah. And I watched it the other week. And it's funny, it's so much, it's all right. Don't it, watch it as... When did you watch Monster of Peladon? I watched Monster of Peladon this week. Yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, just, oh, just a week ago, yeah. You know, but in it, like one of the most boring parts of it, the dog people keep saying, "We haven't much time," and it's like, honestly, love, you've got four more episodes. You really have got much time. Do you know the bit that made me roar was when um, Queen Valerius looking at all those bodies in the mine, and she's like, "Look at what you've done," and the echoes are like, <laughs> "Never mind." Wow, and he just grabs it. Oh, it's just wonderful. I I, I have a lot of affection for that story. Echoesly say, "Yeah, yeah." 
But why are we talking about the monster of Peloton when we have Earthshock in front of us? I know! Davison! The coordinates are constantly changing! He's, he's in Troughton, um, 200% Troughton mode, I think. I adore the fact that Adric is actually being given something useful to do as well. So you, so yeah. there's like this race against time. Will he be able to crack this thing to save himself? And, then, and he and still could have got out. Yeah. He still could have escaped. Like he would have gone with them in that escape pod. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's been a succession of of ticking bomb. You know, right? Go go back to the ticking bomb in episode uh, two, or that we made in episode one. It's um that's that is the pace of this and the structure of this and, and it's just one after the other all escalating. Yeah. But the, and the music is this the, when this damaged Cyberman starts crawling up the stairs and the music is all distorted and. Well, I can't. I kind of call that music and, like the farts of doom because if you listen to it carefully, it does sound like someone farting into a mic. <laughs> now people complain that. Uh, the Earth is seen there, and you, you get this moment where it, it's just occurred to the Doctor, but it all links back to that scene in Episode 1. People complain that this is the Earth, this is not the Earth of 65 million years ago, but I think that's deliberate, because they must have weighed up. People are going to think it's a different planet. Oh, what? The actual, the actual, the visual of the Earth? Yeah, because oh. if they travel back 65 million years, the Earth shouldn't look the same. Get a fucking this is life. True. I'm sorry. But, um, oh, Beryl! Save him! Andrix doing typing! This is just what I'm like when it's Come like, on, lads! Something to leave. <laughs> yeah, see, when I don't want to go to work, that's what my other off says to me. And yeah. that is an order, Joe. <laughs> and they get into the escape pod. Oh, Adric, what are you doing? He knows. Mind you, this is this is good because he's been an arrogant, precocious little shit throughout who thinks he's very smart. And this is the one time it bites him in the arse. <laughs> and this is the moment when, as a viewer, I'm thinking, in, in 1982, I'm thinking, wait, the, the skateboard has left. And the, the space, and we know, and at this point at school, they were still teaching you the idea that the dinosaurs were killed by a meteorite was only a theory. You at school, you were being taught there were all sorts of theories as to how the dinosaurs died out. Oh, no one yeah. had found the crater yet, or if they had found the crater, they weren't sure in the way that they're now sure. Mm-hmm. And um, seeing all this happen in real time in Doctor Who was just so weird. Exciting though, because, you know, because, you're seeing you're seeing like yeah, massive doing, history take place. Yeah, and it's doing that thing of they're teasing the audience. They're hoping that the average seven or eight-year-old has just figured this out at the same point that the plot's telling it to you. It's got the TARDIS. Oh, man. Oh, my word. Adric's still still on board. board. More sad Adric music. But the doctor's got his. Style. So you're like, you know, if you're like a typical doctor fan, you're like, okay, so Adric's gonna uh, unplug the thing. It's all gonna be fine, you know. Yeah, because the one thing that would never cross your mind would be the doctor travelling back in time to loop and get out of it and pick him up before it exploded. Because you just know that that does not happen in Doctor Who, in exactly the same way that you know that J.R. Ewing isn't gonna pull a laser gun out of his pocket and shoot people in Dallas. It's just Doctor Who does not do that. So Look it at this. Cross your mind. This Girl, is Tegan, great. Tegan's leaping onto he the He starts side. blasting yeah. the shit out of that console now. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way to get the budget for a new one. Yeah. <laughs> and 
Jesus. Who screams? Is it Tegan or Alyssa who screams? I think it's Tegan. You can't tell. <clears throat> I think it's Tegan. I think she something uh, actually caught Janet Fielding. People say yeah. that Davison doesn't pick up a gun. Like, really? Yeah. And the doctor using the gun on Cyberman there. I mean, of course he will. It, it, oh. oh, and Adric's forgotten to. Yes, Adric, you've forgotten <clears throat> to get into the flipping escape, Podgy Plonker. Do you know as well? There's some real. But right, so at this point, it's now still possible. We're thinking, Mrs. We've got so little time. And and this is pushing the door. Here we go. Okay, he's doing his typing. Oh, yeah, that's how I type. If I'm yeah, you liar. You liar. It's it's perfectly sensible <clears throat> of typing. Totally natural. And look at that Cyberman in the dark behind yeah, them. Yeah. There's no light on it at all, but you can see it. I actually really like his line delivery fact, here. Do you know, Adric yeah. often gave terrible line deliveries, but his oh, now I never know if I was right. It's such a great yeah. part in line. Yeah. And if you were looking at the typewriter during that scene, you're not watching it. You know, oh, and he does a little tilt of his head. Like he's saying something funny. Hey, do you know, I don't think this is going to end well. Well, no, because look, the doctor's at the controls, and the doctor's just said that he must save Adric. I'm like, yes, doctor, you must. No, no, I think, okay, I think his time's up. His time is up. Looking at the screen and shouting Adric. Matt finish. Shegan. Oh, he's got his bit of string. He's flying towards India. India's probably nice. <laughs> and oh my word! And just the hum of the TARDIS. But and then what, some sad music. What? 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 What's happened? Uh, oh. Uh, Tegan is pissed. Adric. <laughs> <laughs> I love the, the the silent credits. Just kill me. In in memory of Adric, at first, and it, and it's like, okay, what's going to happen? And then nothing. And <laughs> then you've got the badge, and it, I'm I can. It's so, oh, the subtitle silence. Silence, no theme music. music. <laughs> and he still doesn't get top billing. It's Beryl Reed who gets next billing after the Doctor, then Adric. But, um, but I kind of um, I, I understand just... the reasoning of this, like the this kind of soap opera silent credits. Yeah. To make and the, um, the crumbled thing. And at this precise moment, my mum walked in and said, why is there no sound on? Have you broken it? And I went, oh, mum, no. Adric's dead. Did you, she went, what? Did you went, cry? Oh, it didn't matter. Can I ask, did you cry? I didn't, I know I didn't cry. It's Doctor Who. It's like, but I was stunned and shocked. I was upset and like, oh my God, really? What happens next? When I when but, I spoke um, with um, Comrade Westmass the other week, he um, he told me that he went up to his room very quietly and burst into tears for most of the evening. I thought it was so. I think sweet. He does that most. He does that most evenings. Yeah. <laughs> <still, but, laughs> yeah, usually after doing one of these commentaries, I think. <laughs> okay, so but, that's that's right. that's the end of Earthshock. If you could summarize in three minutes please because that's how long we have left um yes what is fantastic about Earthshock? why is this Earthshock the best story is, Do doctor who is an amazingly flexible format it can do a thousand different things and it in this instant it does a science fiction action movie unbelievably well for a show that's being made to be shown twice a week on, on BBC in a, in a regular BBC studio with no special resources beyond above and beyond what a normal show would get. Peter Grimwade worked miracles and got his cast 
to achieve things that are just inconceivably good. And they try the same thing many times and it doesn't always happen as successfully as it does in Earthshock. And, and every time they try it, it's still worth doing. But Earthshock is the one where it lands. And they've got a, someone who is a star of light entertainment and comedy, but can do so much more. And she does so much more in, in Beryl Reed. And, and the little, the actors who haven't got big parts still just take it totally seriously. And it's got funny moments. And, but, but it's not, this isn't one of the funny ones, obviously. But it, um, it's full of good humour and it matters and it's full of consequences and it's educational and it teaches you about the dinosaurs being wiped out and it teaches you about how evil evil can be and that good doesn't always win and that there isn't a magic reset switch but you just carry on and that's why I think Earthshock is the best Doctor Who story I am convinced Okay, that was <laughs> that was that was the most compelling um, evidence I have ever heard for why Earthshock is the best Doctor Who story ever. Um, that, that just case, if I'm ever if I'm ever on trial, I hope that the judges had as much to drink as you have. And <laughs> <to> <laughs> yeah, yeah, my, my my faculties are completely blurred, so anything you say is just <laughs> incredible. Um, but it does. Well, just... What about you? Come on. What about you? What about you? Oh, God, I've only got, like, 50 seconds. Um, okay, well, Adric dies. There you go. That's why Earthshock is the best story ever. <laughs> no, I, what, but what I would like to say is thank you very much for joining me today. It has been an absolute blast. I've had a hoot. You've been really fun to, to chat to watching this. I hope I haven't blabbered on too annoyingly. It's I, been really fun. I think people are going to love this. And I hope, <laughs> what I, what I will ask you off mic... I will hope that we will see you again on this podcast, that I will try and twist your arm away from this. Thank you very much. <laughs> twist away. <laughs>